Hey, and welcome once again to the Cognitive Bias Podcast. I'm your host, David Dolan Thomas, and today we're going to talk about cryptomnesia, which is one of the coolest sounding biases I've ever heard of. Um, basically, it's when you think you came up with an original idea, but what's actually happening is you're remembering something. You're either remembering an idea that somebody else came up with, or you may actually be remembering an idea that you came up with and you just forgot that you came up with it. It's kind of like accidental plagiarism. Um, I actually used to worry about this a lot. I used to write songs and I would worry that the melody I came up with or the lyrics were like I had heard somewhere before and like I was just repeating them and I was going to get like found out. But uh, it's a very real, you know, legit fear. Um, so it goes back as far as 1874. There was this person named William Stanton Moses who was a medium, you know, held seances. And there's a seance that he held for uh, two brothers who had died in India uh, the week before. And um, it turns out all the details he kind of brought up about them were in an obituary that had come out earlier. And he kind of forgot that he read it. And like he couldn't really come up with any details that weren't in the obituary, so they sort of like attributed it to, to this. Um, so there's an actual uh, experiment they did um, where they have people uh, sit in a group and they say, all right, everyone in this group take turns coming up with different like uh, examples of categories of things. So like different kinds of animals, right? And so someone would say tiger, someone would say leopard, and they would just go through. Um, and then later they would say, okay, I want you to remember, just name the animals that you came up with, that just you came up with, right? And people would try to do that, and about 75% of the time they plagiarized at least once and named an animal that somebody else in the group came up with. And then they'd say, okay, come up with a new animal that wasn't in the original list, whether you came up with it or not, just a brand new animal um, from the, that, that fits the category. And again, about 70% of the time they would actually generate an animal that was in the original list. Um, and usually it was actually something that someone else came up with. People tended to plagiarize others more than they self-plagiarized in these settings. Um, and they also found that it happened more frequently if you wrote it down than if you were just repeating it orally. Um, and as you can kind of see from this experiment, there are two kinds of cryptomnesia, right? There's the one where... Um, I had an idea and I forgot that I had it and then I came up with it again and thought it was a new idea that I that I had. Um, it's the self-plagiarism, right? And then there's the other kind where you forgot who came up with it so you think it's an original idea when in fact it's an idea you heard from someone else. So the self-plagiarism thing, I personally totally did this one. So I used to have a, um, a blog and one of the, um, I wrote about movies a lot and one of the things I did was I thought, hey, it's interesting, I wonder if the highest grossing film of any given year um, how often has that been also the um, Academy Award winner for Best Picture? And I had a theory that it used to happen more frequently in the past than in the present, that there's like a, a rift between critics and audiences that was growing. And so I looked into it and I just, you know, did the math and like, you know, um, did the research and came up with like the chart and whatever. Um, turns out it's not that much less frequent than it used to be. It was never super frequent. But in any case... Um, then I looked back and I realized I had done this exact same blog post like three years earlier, right? Thinking, oh, here's a great idea for a blog post, you know, and it was. And then I had it again, completely forgetting that I had done it like three years earlier. Uh, so I went through all that effort when in fact I had kind of already done it. Um, and it's weird. Nothing about going through the effort of doing it reminded me, oh yeah, you know what? I feel like I've done this before. Nope. Just did it. Um, uh, they found that you're more likely to make this error if you're under high cognitive load when you first encounter the idea. Like the first time you hear the idea, if you have a lot going on, 
Um, and what I love about this study, which I'll, I'll link to in the show notes, is the name of the study is May the Source Be With You, which I think is just fantastic. Uh, another thing they found is that um, if you're instructed to pay attention to the origin of the idea when you're hearing the idea, that also decreases the chances you'll uh, have cryptomnesia. Um, and there's tons of like famous examples. So this happened to Nietzsche. Apparently, something that was in Thus Spake Zarathustra is something he read when he was 11, <laughs> um, but he like thought he had come up with it himself. Uh, Byron's uh, Manfred uh, bears a striking resemblance to Goethe's Faust, uh, but Byron claims he has never read Faust. Um, my favorite example, Stephen Tyler from Aerosmith, uh, heard a song um, called You See Me Crying and is like, oh, we should totally cover that. And uh, Joe Perry said, that's us, dickhead. That's the actual quote. Um, that particular uh, story uh, may be apocryphal, but it's such a plausible story, if you know the characters, that <laughs> I kind of want to believe it's true. But it would be that kind of thing. Um, by the way, You See Me Crying is an awesome Aerosmith song, and I actually would love if they would recover it. Um, there's kind of a literary version of this, uh, where in Peter Pan, Wendy sews Peter's shadow back on, but then Peter's like, oh, I must have done that myself. How clever am I am. Um, and it, it, I like that story because it highlights the very thin line between, like, cryptomnesia and entitlement, right? Because how many examples can you think of of men taking credit for women's work or women's ideas, right? And is it cryptomnesia or are they just not paying attention or are they just, um, you know, being sexist? One of the things about cryptomnesia is um, how crippling it can be for you as an artist um, or, or just as a person if you realize, wait, my ideas, I can't trust that my ideas are my own, right? And Helen Keller, um, who also had an instance of cryptomnesia, wrote beautifully about this. And her quote, she says, quote, I have ever since been tortured by the fear that what I write is not my own. For a long time, when I wrote a letter, even to my mother, I was seized with a sudden feeling, and I would spell the sentences over and over to make sure that I had not read them in a book. It is certain that I cannot always distinguish my own thoughts from those I read, because what I read becomes the very substance and texture of my mind." End quote. Um, I think that's a really powerful statement, not just on cryptomnesia, but just on the nature of ideas themselves, right? And sort of identity and ideas and how we sort of cling to them and how they form who we are. So it gets very hard to disentangle them. Um, and uh, probably, you know, fodder for a much longer discussion, which I encourage you to have. But um, I've always felt that ideas, good ideas. And if you read Stephen Thompson or Stephen, yeah, Stephen Johnson, sorry, on this topic, um, he talks a lot about how most great ideas are actually an amalgam of lots of different adjacent ideas and how ideas kind of have to collide with each other before you get a really good one. So if it is a good idea, it probably does come from a lot of different places. So just some, some interesting food for thought there. But um, that is all for this week. Uh, I want to let you know again, this Saturday, July 20th at 7 p.m. at Indie Hall in Philadelphia, I'm going to be part of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival doing a live episode of uh, the Cognitive Bias Podcast. So if you can make it out to that, that'd be great. Uh, otherwise, that is all for this week. Uh, I'm your host, David Dylan Thomas. This is the Cognitive Bias Podcast, and we will see you next time.